You're listening to The Happy Hour with Nick Sainert and Enrique Alvarez-Cleary. Sponsored by Empire Fence and Netting on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome back into the happy hour, 93.7 The Ticket, theticketfm.com. Nick and Rico back with you. Rico and ST. Sugar tits. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. I, I was sitting there like, <laughs> I was sitting there during the break like, man, not a lot of people have called me sugar tits in my life. I don't remember the last time I heard that. <laughs> Probably in like a movie or something. You don't hear that, that one very it often. It was just... Here's good on thing. you, Mass Texter. So, Mass Texter goes... But also, sends not, us, but sends also us, not good on you. He sends us four texts in a row, and here's what they are. You're a bleep and bleep. Get over it, sugar tits. That's the best part of your damn story. I'm sure you'll carry it for the next 30 years like your middle grade put-downs. Uh, I'm working outside. I might be hangry. Might be? <laughs> yeah, you're out of control. Let me tell you. I love it. <laughs> Keep it up. Keep texting us. We love you. <laughs> well, you can text Rico. As far as I'm concerned, we're done. I, I do wonder. Harsh breakup. Maybe Mass Texter knows me. Um, oh, we got friends on the text line. So 0120 told me about the bear. I like it. No. <laughs> Come We're on. We're not doing that. No. Who would win in a fight? No. I will mute your mic right now. We're talking baseball trade deadline and how your, That's your true. Cubs okay, have so not we yet have broken hope. your heart. We have hope. Okay, so 402-464-5685, the Honda Lincoln Hotline, the Starter Heyman text line. Um. Anyway, Honda Lincoln Hotline, Sarder Heyman text line, both those open for you guys, as well as the Sarder Heyman Jewelers video stream, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter. So there are a lot of options here for the Cubs to go and trade Wilson Contreras. Now, it's been interesting so far today because Eric Hosmer denied a trade to go from San Diego to Excuse me, to go, yeah, from San Diego to Washington. As I would, too. Yeah, he denied it because Washington was on his no-trade list. No, no, no. Not going to D.C. Not going to D.C. Well, then that creates a little bit of an awkward rift, obviously, as you can imagine, between the Padres and Eric Hosmer. He's so now he, million. Yes. So now he goes and gets traded to Boston. But in this deal, so if you have not heard, the Padres and Nats engage in a trade. The Padres receive Juan Soto and Josh Bell. The Nationals receive C.J. Abrams, who was the sixth overall pick in 2019, Mm -hmm. Robert Hassel III, who was the eighth overall pick in 2020, Mm -hmm. James Wood, who was the second-round pick in 2021, Harlan Susana, who is the top-rated pitcher in the 2022 international class, Mm -hmm. and, or excuse me, Mackenzie Gore, who was the third overall pick in 2017, and then I can't remember their next their last player that they got with uh, instead of Eric Cosmer. Whatever. But then the Padres got Juan Soto and Josh Bell. Just a monumental haul. Haul for both teams. For both teams, I suppose, but especially for the Nationals, who just a couple years ago had Bryce Harper, Trey Turner, Juan Soto, Max Scherzer, Anthony Rendon. Was Max Scherzer on the same team as Bryce? Yes. Yeah, you're right. So um, and they, they won one World Series. 
Oh, and it was just announced. Uh oh. Washington Nationals are getting Luke Voigt instead of Eric Hosmer, hey. the former Yankee. Luke Voigt. I love Luke, Luke Voigt. Voigt's good. Luke Voigt's better than Eric Hosmer. He hit a four hundred and like eighty foot home run in Kansas City once. Wow. So it's official. Juan Soto is now going to San Diego to team up with Manny Machado and Fernando Tatis Jr. Fernando hasn't played yet this year, has he? I don't think so. The Dodgers acquired Joey Gallo from the Yankees today. Good, get him out. And in this, I do want to reach. I want. I want to read these real quick because um, Joey Gallo is living a tough life right now. Yeah, unfortunately. So like I say, get him out. But at the same time, I feel really yeah, bad for Joey. So this is an this is an exchange between a reporter and Joey Gallo. Gallo says, I don't go out in the streets, and the reporter says, that's sad. Yeah, I really don't want to show my face too much around here. Um, Do you think the Yankees were too tough on you? Gallo said, I don't know how they usually are, but I don't know how much tougher they can get. Pretty much every team we play, players from that team reached out to me to say, hey, bro, keep your head up, don't listen to them. Um, I don't want to say names, but Kansas City guys reached out to me over the weekend. A bunch of guys. It makes me feel like a piece of bleep, honestly. I remember playing here with the Rangers, watching guys get booed off the field and thinking, I feel bad for that guy. Now it's me. I do appreciate people reaching out, but it makes me feel like I'm a problem. I'm actually really going to miss this team, miss these guys. It's going to be really tough to leave these guys. We've had a lot of fun. We're a really close group, but moving on is part of the business. I'm ready. Like, Joey Gallo needs out of New York, and now he's out of the New York. The fans thankfully. in New York are terrible. They, they, if you're on Yankees Twitter, um, just calling for all kind like that. I don't even know if I can say some of the things they've been saying on Twitter about Joey Gallo. On it's the bad. Air. Like they are terrible. And I, I get he has not played good. He has played really bad this season, uh, but he's still a human being. Yeah. And well, his defense has been great. His offense has been disgustingly bad honestly it's 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 him with the bat in his hand is terrible him with the glove has been serviceable mm-hmm. he's, he's a really good defender it's just reading some of the mess reading some of the tweets directed at joey gallo they're intense is disgusting so here we'll we'll look up joey gallo's stats and there's even, i mean know, like he's playing fans, really bad the fans with their podcasts and talking all this junk to, to gallo like relax dude it's it's baseball like chill so this year joey gallo Oh my gosh! It's not good. That is really. I didn't realize it's this bad. Um, he's batting one fifty nine with a two eighty two on base percentage. In let's see how many at bats. Two hundred thirty three at bats. He has one hundred and six strikeouts and he's walked forty times. He has twelve home runs and thirty seven hits in in total. Yikes, man! That's not good. He's just not making contact like at all. Like he's struggling with pitches inside the zone. Yeah. They're, it's not, even, it's not he, even a case of like where it's Javier Baez where he tra- chased everything. It, it's literally there was a stretch where he struck out double digit amount of times without taking the bat off his shoulder. Like struck out looking like double digit amount. The, his strikeouts were all looking. He wasn't swinging. He was swinging earlier in the count and just whiffing on everything. Wasn't mm-hmm. fouling things off. And then later on in the, in the in the count, he just wouldn't take the bat off bat off his shoulder and he would strike out. That's horrible. Um, crazy Joe Joey Gallo stat, which I've heard about before. He only has two sacrifice flies in his entire career. 
Um, which and, and when the Yankees traded for him last year, he also doesn't hit in a double. Don't, place. don't forget, he was he was probably the biggest name at the trade deadline last year. Oh yeah, they got um, him. Because... Besides besides the whole like Cubs situation with Javi and and uh, um, Chris Bryant and yeah. Anthony Rizzo as well. But Joey Gallo was just as big of a name as those guys. They got because Gallo he had such a big uh, big year or last season in Texas, where he hit two thirty three with. 25 bombs in 2021. They got him last year to kind of take over for Giancarlo because he couldn't stay healthy last season. So he was in there to kind of kind of take over in his spot. And the fact that he had a great glove and, and was having a really good season with the bat. And also, he didn't, doesn't hit into double plays very often. Mm-hmm. Or at least didn't. Um, and that was kind of the bane of the Yankees' existence last season was all the double plays they were hitting into. I mean, he's only 28 years old. Um Drafted in the first round, 39th overall. I mean, it could just be a bad of year. Of the 2012 MLB Junior June Amateur Draft from Bishop Gorman. Oh, he went to Bishop Gorman. Ooh, Didn't wow. know that. Uh, but anyway, so he is on the move. He's going to the Los Angeles Dodgers as if they needed any more firepower. Um, also, he'll get it together. Here's the thing. Yeah, he'll, he'll probably and work out. And the Dodgers and the Yankees will play in the World Series and hit a home run off of Garrett Cole. So here's what's interesting about the – Washington and Padres deal. So I said this earlier, and I haven't seen any articles about this or anything like that that might back this up, but I would not be surprised if this eventually happens here. If when it, So Juan Soto is not going to be a free agent until 2024. Mm-hmm. So they have a couple years. A lot of times during the trade deadline especially, you see guys get dealt because they're rental players, right? Um, they, they, they're going to be a free agent, like Wilson Contreras, for example, going to be a free agent after this year. So the Cubs are trying to unload him, get some guys for him. Then they don't, they weren't originally going to re-sign him anyway. So that's why you were getting prospects for the long haul. But anyway, normally it's for teams that are trying to chase World Series um, that specific season. The Padres are in an interesting spot here because they get Juan Soto and Josh Bell, but more importantly, Juan Soto, who doesn't become a free agent until 2024. So they give up a pretty big chunk of their farm system, big chunk of their farm system mm-hmm. for this guy, and they have three years left on his deal, or two years left on his deal after this season. Well, what they're, the possibility, now you know Fernando Tatis is locked in through 2031, I think it is, because he signed that 10-year, $340 million deal or whatever, but there's a chance that the year that the Padres, or excuse me, the year that Juan Soto will be a free agent, the Padres will actually deal Juan Soto again and trade him somewhere else and get a ton of top prospects back for him. And it's just basically an even swap. Like, it's it's truly crazy to kind of see, like, they're thinking about three years down the road here and saying, all right, yeah, you know, the, on the on the 2023 trade deadline, we can deal Juan Soto and get this similar haul back because Juan Soto is not going to go anywhere. He's not going to fall off or anything like that. So yeah. Josh Hader got traded last night, which kind of shocked me because the Brewers are in contention in the, in, in the NL Central. So Where did he get traded to? Ooh. I'm, I'm trying to look it up right now. Was it? Okay, hold on. That's going to make me mad. Um, Same. Josh Hader to the Braves, I want to say. No, Padres. Excuse me, Padres. Padres. So the Padres are going full on um, into that. Oh, yeah. Into the World Series chase. Their closer, Taylor Rogers, a left-handed pitching prospect, Robert Gasser, Isturi Ruiz, and Dinelson Lamette. 
all for Josh oh, yeah. Hader. Lament. There you go. Lament's a, a power throwing right handed pitcher that uh he's a starter but struggles with command, but is is good at I mean throw he throws heat. So but here's the thing the Cubs I'm gonna say this before we get to break and we talk football on the other side here. Um there's a chance that we are I think the, the trade deadline is at five PM Central Time. Ooh, buddy. And so the Cubs have two hours and seventeen minutes to deal. They have three people, three players that are in, in discussions right now. Wilson Contreras obviously being the biggest one. Ian Happ, their outfielder, who isn't a free agent until after next season. And then uh the Robertson, the reliever for, who used to play for the rank the Yankees. David Robertson. So those are the three biggest names that have been kind of in trade discussions for the Cubs. And as of right now, they have not made any moves. It is strangely quiet on the Cubs. We got the, Yan- we got the Yankees' seventh prospect in their farm system yesterday for a reliever. but Apparently he had been on the Yankees' radar for quite some time. So good. That's fine. Whatever. Just as long as the Cubs do not trade anybody. That's all we care about. Now, granted, does this mean that Wilson will uh, get re-signed? Probably not. Corey and Lincoln, just reminding you. Yeah, hammer the over. I'm, I'm, I hope you did, Corey. I, I know. I know you didn't because you've you mentioned didn't. before. But uh, remember when you hammer said that, the overs? And I said definitely don't. Hey, man, you're welcome. The Cubs had a chance. The, the, you're welcome, everybody. Thing. If you took Seiya my advice, Suzuki, you're welcome. Seiya Suzuki was, has struggled to stay healthy. Big fan of hot dogs. That's true. The, I mean, the Cubs have 41 wins. Yikes, man! Cool. That's bad. That's really bad. The Yankees had 41 wins. Aaron like Judge has ago. more home runs than the Cubs do wins. Mm. Yeah. Did you know there's there's talk, and, and we I'll, I'll say this and then we'll go to break. There's talk that Aaron Judge is not the MVP this season. That's ridiculous. Yeah, don't don't listen to anything like that. Aaron Judge needs to be the MVP. If he doesn't win, they're saying Shohei Otani because he, he does two positions. I'm, and, uh, no, no, I'm surprised Shohei hasn't been dealt. They said I, I, think, I think the asking price is way too high. Well, apparently the Yankees made a serious offer. And the Angels were like, you know what? Never mind. So I mean, Cleveland Mike makes a good point on the on the text line, and I actually saw this earlier. There's a chance that the Cleveland Guardians deal for Wilson Contreras. Mm. It's the Guardians and Mets, as well as the Rays. Those are the three teams that are kind of talking and trying to get thinking about Wilson Contreras. Where would you like Wilson to play that if it wasn't Chicago? Where Where do you think his best landing spot would be? Probably not the Rays. Definitely not the Rays. Um well, I mean, the Guardians just re-signed Jose Ramirez, so they're locked in. Shane Bieber's kind of fallen off the face of the earth, though. I don't know. Probably in terms of a World Series, it's got to be the Mets. It's got to be the Mets. I would definitely say the Mets. But I think it will be um, unfortunate. <laughs> still, Nick, still think it will be a win total race with the Royals versus Cubs. Think overs were 72 and 74. Hey, Gus, it's going to be close. Uh, the Cubs just got to get it. They're over with 72 and a half. They're not hitting it. They got to win... They got to win 30, no, excuse me, 20, 23. 20, no, way more than that. What Rico. are they at? They're at 41. 72 minus 41 oh, you're at is 30, 31. Why did you say win 33? So they need to win 32 games. How many games are left? I don't know. They're going to need to get hot. They're, they're going to need to get hot here. Um Mike Trout's not going to the Cardinals. I'm sorry, Thomas. Mike Trout's not going. Mike anywhere. Trout's not going anywhere. Let us know how many games are left in this in the in the series schedule. Oh, I guess the Cubs were 34, 74 and a half. Oh, so yeah, they're definitely not hitting that. They need thirty five wins, thirty four wins. I guess. Okay, it could happen. It's like the kid off of the the Angels in the outfield. It could happen. 
So you're telling me there's a there's chance. There's a chance, as long as they don't deal Wilson Contreras and Ian Happ. They play uh, they uh, play the Cardinals tonight. Keegan Thompson's on the mound. Possibly the Cubs' best pitcher. Possibly the Cubs' best pitcher is Keegan Thompson. So, uh, All right, let's get to our final timeout. We'll wrap up the show, talk a little football, a little bit of NFL as well. Um, coming up in a couple minutes, you're listening to Happy Hour on The Ticket. Download our app by searching 93.7 The Ticket in your app store to stay in touch and listen all day long wherever you are. More of the Happy Hour is next on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. On Deloitte's OnCloud podcast, my co-host Mike Cavus and I talk with innovation leaders to explore how they use cloud engineering for new possibilities for their organizations. Join myself, David Linthicum, by subscribing to OnCloud wherever you get your podcasts.